Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 1st of October, the year 2020, which is the first day of the 10th month, which is called after the 8th month, because as everyone who's ever gotten an angry text message from an ex knows, our history haunts us. <laughs> Your guest today on the podcast is celebrity celebrity and nine times disqualified candidate from the world's sexiest man list, Andy Zoltzman. Welcome back to the show. At least seven of those, I think, were completely unfair. I'm not saying I would have won, but I think I should have been allowed at least to, you know, enter the qualifying tournament. But you know. <laughs> you can't fill out the forms right, you're not the world's sexiest man. Well, I just think filling out forms in itself is not a sexy thing to do. So, you know, as soon as you've filled out a form, you should be disqualified. <laughs> oh, I know, there is nothing sexier than someone going, that's all right, I've done the admin for you, love. <laughs> I still count myself top three or four billion. Yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> you know, you're in the you mix. Know, I don't need to have it confirmed by, you know, some... You know, biased adjudication panel, and frankly, the the fact that they they chose former golf star Lee Trevino <laughs> guests that you know there are sinister forces at work. Well, thank you for coming on the show, and you know, you have your own appeal. Those who know know; those who don't aren't your wife. <laughs> coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in Kent news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, Christopher Nolan's gritty reboot of Love Island, Loveception, will return to television screens after six months of being banned from all terrestrial television and streaming services when claims that it will haunt your genitalia forever were proven to be false. 
Loveception, which is about when you go to a reality television island to find love and STDs, only to discover that love and STDs was inside you all along, was a ratings bonanza in its brief showing, and they're hoping to recapture the magic of the original series with a new COVID bubble makeout fest set on a recreation of a post-apocalyptic island landscape. Competitors must race to begin the human race anew by breeding copiously and cleverly enough to create a solid, genetically sound future for the species. Do you have a hand in that at all, Andy? I know you've got your little paws all over reality TV. Not in that one specifically. I, I, I suggested another program in which people have to you know, create the, the male of a species and then using just a solitary rib, create the female and to see, you know, start again <laughs> properly from scratch. And in terms of things haunting your genitals for, for the rest of your life, um, I can recommend uh, Judaism. Uh, it certainly works for me. <laughs> Your penis will never forget. <laughs> That's, uh, in fact, my new podcast coming out next week. <laughs> Meanwhile, vice presidential candidate Dwayne The Rock Johnson has challenged senator, sociopath, and not to make fun of someone's looks, but let's just say a man with enough amoral power hungriness to make you feel enmity towards the next sad cartoon turtle you see, Mitch McConnell, <laughs> to a man-match marathon uh, where they will prove their masculinity in a contest. It will involve WWE wrestling, handshakes while smiling and being everyone's sweet giant man friend who uses performative masculinity and exercise to cope with his underlying sadness but in a way that makes you feel safer about the world. That's all the time we have for the stories we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because when you've given up on everything, why not try buying something? <laughs> And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by that bit in the middle of the night where you wake up and then go back to sleep. If you can't find enough time or mental energy in the daytime to really worry about the mistakes you've made in the past, try that bit in the middle of the night where you wake up, panic briefly, resist checking your phone, and then go back to sleep. Apparently medieval peasants were really into it, but medieval peasants were into a lot of weird shit. Sleep, which knits up the raveled sleeve of care, now has a dropped stitch. You don't need to murder sleep to get all the benefits of insomnia with only a few of the long-term health impacts. Try it tonight. And are you a very small jellyfish in the middle of a highway? Try half a glass of water. Half a glass of water, it's not a complete solution, but for now, it's home. Half a glass of water spoken by Alice Fraser for the only thing keeping you alive right now, foundation. Do not rely on half a glass of water for long-term accommodation and avoid placing your glass on any of the bits where the wheels go. 
uh, and slightly regret as you get older. But there it is. It's, wait, it's, wait, it's one there. of those tattoos that you get when you're young and put on with a piece of water and then it sort of rubs off over the next few days? Or <laughs> slightly older yeah, except than that. It, it never came off. My parents <laughs> put it there as what they thought was just a temporary phase to keep children quiet. <laughs> But uh, well, exciting news for, for Kent as it's basically become uh, an experiment, Kent, for uh, how somewhere will survive and thrive when it uh, leaves a larger collective and goes out on its own. Because Kent has essentially been made de facto independent. So like Britain leaving the EU, Kent is leaving the UK as an experiment to see what lessons we can learn from that. Just a couple of weeks ago, Michael Gove, the Minister for Enveloping Darkness, basically announced (laughs) that a new border would be put around Kent. Now, he said it was only for lorries, but everyone automatically assumed it's for everything and everyone. Incidentally, Michael Gove is now, uh, it should be pronounced Michael Jove, because he's (laughs) taken advantage of the current state of what what is essentially a de facto state of emergency dictatorship to legally put in train the process of officially deifying himself. Um, So uh, (laughs) Jove really just formalising the procedure that's been going on inside his head for the past 20-odd years. Anyway, following the intervention, of Jove. Kent is, uh, well, it's roiling, frankly. It's, it's got a taste of freedom from the oppressive but imperceptible yoke of the UK. We've heard this story before, and it's led to an eruption of Kentish separatism. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I want to give it 15 years before it's all falling apart and the Kentish men and the men of Kent are arraigned either side of the Medway <laughs> River, armed with vats of rival local craft ales, and really no good can possibly come of it. Uh, the, the new Kentish government has announced that it's close to developing nuclear capability because the government rather foolishly left the Dungeness nuclear power station in Kent before uh, announcing these new borders. Anyway, this announcement has really put the shits up neighbouring Sussex, I can tell you, whilst the old dockyards at Chatham have been reactivated uh, and are now churning out one fully functioning 18th century wooden warship every month. So these are very exciting times. For, for Kent, Alice, you know, it's often, uh, you know, a forgotten county by uh, people who either uh, once knew about it and no longer know about it, it's just often the way with forgetfulness, or um, <laughs> people who just don't give a shit, frankly, because it's near London, and L- London is a kind of, you know, a force that just sucks all life into it. So, um, so this is very exciting, you know, this new spirit of independence, the Duke and Duchess of Kent, best known for doling out trinkets to Wimbledon champions, have officially split from the royal family and are currently holed up in oh, Leeds wow. Castle. Uh, yeah, Leeds Castle is in, not in Leeds, but is in Kent. And they are <laughs> apparently um, massing forces and plotting a possible incursion into Sussex to lay claim to the uh, disputed border village of Groombridge. So it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, it's been interesting. I mean, it's happened very quickly, this. Um, but that's what happens when you suddenly put a border up around, around somewhere. Things do change, change pretty quickly. I mean, they're, they're, the, the initial trial scheme was to establish a, a hard border for lorries, uh, and that and that didn't go well at all because the lorries themselves were very unhappy. The drivers didn't mind so much because they're overdue a snooze. But the lorries are now so <laughs> high tech that they've basically become sentient humanoid mega trucks, and uh, they're hacked off. In fact, they've issued a statement. Their spokes truck, Artie Chugger, um, <laughs> who's a twenty-five ton truck from Coventry, um, who uh, in its uh, freight date profile describes itself as quotes a well-traveled and experienced four-axle articulated hgv 
particularly enjoys transporting fine foods and wines, looking for trade-loving partners for export, import, and perhaps more. Um, I think on freight date, perhaps more is generally a bit of a code for up for a bit of people trafficking. But these codes, <laughs> these profiles can be a bit hard to interpret. Now it's time for your letters to the editor. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. And this letter comes in from Tom and it says, Dear Alice and guest, that's you today, Andy. Hello. Uh, please don't answer this letter. Um, uh, oh, that's gone badly. Right. And thank you for tuning in to the last post today. We're here in your ears every day of the year. And you can hear us again tomorrow by opening up your podcatcher and pressing play on the fresh episode. Remember, we have a back catalogue for people who like to binge the news. So if you have not done so before, please listen back to previous editions. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr. Andrew Zaltzman. Andy, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, I've got a new uh, new book coming out. Um, in um, It's a new Write Your Own History series of books because you know history is very subjective i think you know the older you get the more you understand the, the, the truth of that um and uh, uh so really i mean we've been relying on historians for too long to spoon feed us with their version of uh, events so i've got this new write your own history series which is um it's just an empty book that you can write in uh, but you know, <laughs> they're selling at uh, 20 quid which is about standard for a you know, historical hardback so uh yeah, give it a go. I mean, yeah, and you've got some really interesting guide pictures there in there for people who want yeah. uh, inspiration on the history they're going to write. Just a lady reclining in a toga. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's a lot of history involved. That uh, and um, yeah, and you know, there's there's a, a timeline uh, page that you can fill in at the end, uh, however you want. So you know, basically, it enables you. We say those who don't learn from history are condemned to repeat it and um you know those who uh, invent history can therefore uh, you know decide which bits to uh, to to repeat or not repeat so it's uh, gives you a lot of power that is always the thing thank you for coming on the podcast today Pleasure. the last post is an alice fraser and bugle podcast production i am alice fraser find me online at, at alliterative on twitter and instagram that's a-l-i-t-e-r-a-t-i-v-e and if you can't get enough of me or feel a strong desire to support me directly sign up on patreon.com slash alice fraser for a behind the scenes look at my glamorous life and downloads of all my specials the executive producer of this podcast is christopher d skinner his sub producer the iron fist inside his velvet glove is the inimitable pet hunter good luck to you christopher and i'll talk to you again tomorrow <laughs>